this place. It isn't what you think. you hope and give you more time if you help me so what's it gonna be Hi everyone, welcome to Film Vets. I'm your host, Paul Dixon, and with me is my co-host. Dan Young. This is not going to be pretty. Okay, uh, Dan, today we're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. I was going to say Quasp. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. I saw it, and it is a movie. Dan, you saw it, and you said it and was Paul also Paul Rudd is an actor. Yes, Paul Rudd is very yes. actor. I want to preface this with something. If I had to summarize this film, it would be, eh, okay. And I I do not like feeling like that when I come out of a Marvel movie. I don't like feeling like, even if the movie was just, it gave me some chuckles. And Marvel movies are supposed to be something special at this point. That's my opinion. Some people can look past that and go see a movie like this and be like, oh, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. That may be for them. I was let down. One of the few times I was let down by Marvel. But it wasn't terrible for me. It wasn't like I came out of the movie hating life. Now, Dan, I feel like you did. Is that, is that an accurate oh, statement? I, <laughs> I did. I Wow. Allow me to pick up the torch from the beginning where you did. Allow me to summarize that movie. Great. For me... It was, that was it. That's it. Just the silence. I actually walked out of the theater feeling a little shell-shocked, actually. Like, in not a wow. good way. Like, I walked out, and I I have to start off by saying, I love, I love Paul Rudd as an actor, and I, I love Ant-Man. I loved the second movie. I thought it was put together beautifully. The first movie was even better. Like, it was a perfect step into who Ant-Man was, who the characters are, and it built everything up wonderfully. The third movie felt like somebody just kind of kicked in the door, ran over, and slapped me out of my chair. I was just laying prone in the fetal position on the floor, wondering, am I supposed to cry right now? How do I really feel? Like, why am I here? How did I get here? And it, it Very just starts existential. this whole existential crisis. Yes. Yeah. Like, when I walked into that theater, I didn't know how I was supposed to feel. Because I, I don't walk out of a Marvel movie feeling disdain. I don't walk out wow. of a Marvel movie feeling that let down. And I did. I walked out of that theater and I was just like, Am I supposed to like hate puppies now? Like, what am I? What is what is life? Oh what my god! What am I doing with my life? Wow! Look, I I didn't care. Oh my god! I didn't care for the movie overall, but I didn't hate it. I think there were good elements to it. I really thought, first of all, that the alien with the holes thing was funny for me. 
I, that, I thought that was that was funny. Okay, but uh, that's that's kind of getting into spoilers. So let's just cut this off with the beginning here and say this is the end of non-spoilers. That was our non-spoiler review of the film. Pretty much, we just both didn't honestly care for it. Now let's get into some spoilers. I will say Kang is the highlight of this movie. I have a problem with that as well. Kang getting killed at the end bothered me. I I hope he's not dead. But if he's not dead, they're doing that whole thing where. The villain or somebody is dead, but they come back, which they do a lot. So if he's not dead, he's coming back and they're doing that. If he is dead, that's a problem too, because you've built up the villain for the next phase of Marvel movies. So they kind of put themselves in a bit of a bind here. And I, I don't know how to feel about that because he's supposed to be the biggest and baddest of the Kangs. He was exiled because of that. Who's going to top him? At this point, you know, the, the three Kangs at the end were kind of just, you know, they, they were the leaders of this Kang uh, dynasty that they're building up. But they're not really very formidable compared to what the other one was supposed to be. Anyway, that that's my thoughts on that. That's a villain problem. The huge problem with the film is it doesn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. It doesn't feel like the first two films, a continuation of those films. You're missing some of the heart of the first two movies. I, yes! I hate, and I hate to say this, I got nothing against Catherine Newton, who plays Cassie, grown up. She's fine. She's a fine addition. I just don't understand why the change of actresses. Now, if you remember at the end of, or in the beginning or uh, middle of Endgame, Paul Rudd shows up in the movie and he goes to find his family and Cassie's there and it's a different actress. I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe she couldn't make it and they just had to recast and she was the best actress. In that case, that's fine. I just think it, it's, it just seemed arbitrary to change the actress like that, especially for such a role that really didn't require much. I mean, it was just kind of, she was kind of the person that he needed to save and I don't know, it, it, that, that just bothered me for some reason. But I think the film just, it's missing a lot of the heart of what the first two movies had and it might come down it might come down to missing a couple of the side characters like the mother which and the boyfriend who were also in the first two movies and also louise who they cut out completely who could have at least shown up at the end of the movie at the birthday party who he was the, like the best highlighted character of the first movie you remember that whole scene with him in the van that's yep. uh, like they taking uh Taking Scott from prison. That 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 singed into my mind. I love that scene so much. And we don't have anything like that here. And this is a very much a, a very... Everything's in the quantum realm. And, and oh my god, this really bothered me. I, I'm going to keep going ranting until you stop me. But I do feel like the, the, the quantum realm just did not look good. It just... It, it looked like they had the volume. They had the effects. But it just doesn't mesh. And there's a scene where they reveal the... the the rebellion, the alien rebellion that shows up, and it looks like they come over this mountain horizon. But it looks, I mean, if you watch that and you look at it, it looks like there's rocks and there's a screen behind them. It looks really weird. And I'm like, I don't know, this this doesn't feel big. I, even though you have the volume, the, the thing they use in the Mandalorian, it just it wasn't used properly or something. I, I don't know. They, and oh, I could go on about the visual effects and we could go on with Modoc. Modoc was another thing. And so there's a lot of problems with this movie. Is it a bad movie? Yes. I do I don't think it is. I think it's I think I'm... it's got a lot of problems. I think but I've seen some bad movies. I've seen terrible acting. I've seen terrible direction. 
This at least had confidence behind it a bit. This at least had a story. And this at least had good acting. Like, I thought Paul Rudd, at the, you know, at the very least, was great. I've seen, now, I, 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 I'm not saying mainstream movies. I'm saying, in general, bad movies. I've seen some stuff, man. No, I, and I, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. But if, if you'll permit me really quick, just kind of hop in and say. Sure. This is another instance of a well-acted, bad script. This, I, this They did the best of their possible abilities with a bad script. It was, it was messy. It was just all over the place. It had no character growth. None. That for a Marvel movie, that is unreal. Zero. Zero character growth. I it have to started agree. with him walking and like, oh, my life is so quirky. Like, this is weird. And then at the end, it's him walking. My life is so quirky. The only thing we get, the only thing we get come the end is him going, did I just release somebody so terrible? No, it'll be fine. And then he just wanders away. It's so mind-numbingly stupid. I actually like so the beginning. Stupid. I thought the beginning was perfect. I thought the I thought beginning and absolutely end, perfect. I thought the the, the the beginning and end uh bookends were actually my favorite part. I, I thought the, because the he was in the middle he was in the middle of his world. Was stupid. I thought it was stupid but funny. I laughed. I, I think it just it was but it, this is the problem. It didn't it didn't end the way it should. And I'll so I'll mm -hmm. tell you why. The perfect ending for me, I was like on board with this was when they defeated Kang and they're stuck in the quantum realm. It's him and the Wasp. And you're like, oh, sh there's no way to get out. They're stuck. And then Cassie opens up the portal and it's fine. It's like, well, of course. That would have been a great ending. And you know what? Honestly, honestly, I'm okay. I would have been okay with what they did there. I would have given them a pass. Like, okay, I understand you, you need, like, you need her to do something. Even though, one... You've never gotten any indication through all the other films that she was a Tony Stark level genius. None. That was now weird. all of a sudden she's building quantum shit. That was really two, weird. Two, she is going to jail and there's no reprimand just because her dad went to jail. She's a social warrior and it's great because she's doing it for a good cause. No, she's still being a jerk and getting arrested. There's no good reason for it. And they justify it in the end. No reason. No growth. She didn't come out learning anything. She didn't even use her stupid suit when she was falling in the quantum realm. Gee, when's the best time to get big? Maybe when you're falling. I didn't even think about that. Oh! <laughs> Maybe we should work this movie. <laughs> no, so, it's... and I'm not done. Look, I'm look, not it's even a... close to done. And you can keep going. That's fine. I just want to say... Making movies is hard, especially it when is. there's it a is. committee of people who have a plan and they're like, okay, we've got to get to this point. It, yes. it, it goes all the way back to the first Ant-Man movie because Edgar Wright was going to direct that film for a long time. And he dropped mm -hmm. out because he was like, I don't want to follow this plan. That wasn't the Ant-Man movie I wanted to make. I wanted to make my Ant-Man movie. Not the MCU Ant-Man movie, which is what we got with Peyton Reed. So it's right. hard. It's hard to do that. 
so I'll I'll give them that. It's it, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes or if they could have changed things or they wanted something else to happen in this movie. But there's obviously there's got to be some change here. And I think oh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a business of making movies. Yeah. I understand it's hard, but they do the hard thing all the time. At but a certain it... point, if you're a professional tennis player, it's a Tuesday going to Wimbledon. Like, well, you just here's the do. thing: you you could write a great script, but then you produce this script, and yes. the director could change it on yes. set on the day of. I'm I'm just saying, there's so many things that could happen. That that script could have been a lot better. But that's I don't know. Why they have a Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, honestly, this. a Kevin Feige is too spread out. There's too much happening well, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They need, well, they're bringing it back. Apparently, they've come out and said, look, we're taking everything a step back from just producing so much stuff. Because Kevin Feige can't oversee everything. It's impossible. Right. No, no one a, person can. I, I understand that. And I, I agree. I do. I, I am. I went into this movie hoping because they were going to bring Kang in that I was going to get to see a little bit more of Kang. And I didn't. We, you know, the amount of times or the 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 duration of time that we got to see him being Kang was all of like forty five seconds between the flashback, which was like eight seconds, and then the end of battle scene at the end. He was Kanging them. That was it. That's all we got. Well, to we be... didn't actually. Did you get a real sense of the danger? Now, well, to, remove to Loki fair. from this. No, no. To be fair, though. This was not supposed to be the Kang movie. So this was supposed to be a build-up to Kang, which is still yes, confusing. Yes, there was no imminent threat. I agree. I not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that Kang is not supposed... He's supposed to be the big villain. Way He's like Thanos. So when we watch Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy and he shows up, we didn't get a sense, a real sense of who he was until Infinity right. War. So Right, but... But he was in Infinity War. It wasn't just a cameo. Right, right. And it so was him in Infinity War, there, we got a real good, quick sense of who he was. And I think we will get that later. I think we'll get that with probably the Kang Dynasty movie that they got coming. And out. that's that's and that's fine. But I I refuse to give them a pass at this point. Well, for <laughs> for what I'm not asking you to give them a pass. Was, I don't think you should. No, 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 and I know. I know you didn't ask me. I'm, I'm just stating out into the open to Marvel as an open letter. Get <laughs> it together. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. And um, I really love the Ant-Man character. I think he's he's the little guy. He, he That's the whole point of his story. He's the guy that isn't Captain America. He's the guy that isn't yeah. Iron Man. He's not any of those things. He's a little guy trying to just get by. And I think making a story surrounded by that is what makes it work. I mean, yes, the first the first absolutely. movie the first movie had some crazy out there stuff, but when it came down to it, the entire fight scene at the end of the movie was done in a children's room with and a that's train what made coming it so out. Yeah. Is it was so contained. Yeah. It was yeah. It was real risk without needing to go full open scale battle. When you have 50 characters spread out, you don't get attached to a single one. 
So when that dude with the the lens head or whatever is he, he was, yeah, when he died, I was just like, oh no, I don't even care. Uh-huh. Oh no, lens head. Like the lens? No, <laughs> not 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 eight ounce glass face. I, like, d- I, I don't care. I don't remember any of the alien movie aliens or I I, I did like the broccoli guy. <laughs> I did like the. Holy shit, that, that was, guy looks that like broccoli. Was one of those moments. Yeah, that was one of those few lighthearted moments of the movie that I missed that reminded me of the first movie. That just, yeah. just had a little sprinkling of, of self-aware humor. Like, look, this is ridiculous. We're going to go ridiculous. But then it felt like it was trying to be Endgame. Yeah, that's exactly, it didn't need to be. That's exactly what someone said it was supposed to be. I think the director said they were going for Endgame level stuff. And it's like, we don't but need Endgame get that relationship with that many characters yeah without any foundation i i don't i didn't care about any of them i and near the end i was just hoping kang would win so that way i wouldn't have to see it again <laughs> you I know do, like I, like i, I was I honestly that. sitting there going if they killed ant-man would that be the worst thing i don't want paul rudd to die <laughs> ever i don't uh, either <laughs> but but it would at least make the, it would turn the movie 180 degrees. Well, like, that's why it's over the top and silly, and then all of a sudden it gets real, real quick. That's why I like the ending. I like the ending that I had in my mind, where he's fighting Kang, and he's like, "You think you can win against me?" And he's like, "I don't have to win. We both just that have was to beautiful. lose." But it didn't that was matter. Beautiful. But it didn't matter no. because they opened the portal lose. and they're right back. He didn't lose anything. That's why I exactly. like, I like no the idea. Sacrifice. I like the idea of Cassie on the other side being like, I can't open this portal because I don't know if Kang is going to come through. And right. on the other side is him and Wasp stuck in the quantum realm and trying to figure it out until the next movie. I thought that was, I was like, yes, that's, and uh, that was frustrating. So, Paul, no. I do have one, no. one correction, one very minor correction that would have changed the whole tone of the movie for me. Oh, do tell. And it's very, very end when they're sitting around the table and he's looking around and he's all happy and he's questioning himself. You know how great it would have been to have a Kang variant come up and serve him at the restaurant? <laughs> well, like there, just bam. Like, like, I just think just it would be start messing with him. I think it would be more to like, degree. to me, it would be more like, I, I like that. But it would have to be like that over the scene they did from Loki at the end, because that's too similar. I think well, that yes, one or the it, other. Exactly. Yeah. It, it would, it, they would have had to pick and choose a little bit. Yeah. But I then again, like that, Kang is, is, has so many variants that you could technically get away with it and have it mess with Ant-Man. Another thing Just I a liked, little bit. I did like the, uh, the post-credit scenes a lot. I like the idea of this, this Kang dynasty kind of out of control and coming after everyone. That's crazy. And I love yeah. the idea of Loki, you know, finding these other variants and being like, we have to stop him. You know, this this guy's really serious. And he's just like, I don't, I don't think he's that bad. You know, he said, like, <laughs> like Owen Wilson. Yeah. And uh, it, it's really cool. I like those endings. I just really wish the rest of the movie had been that good. Um, yes. I, I, I yeah, really, I, oh, okay. Another thing I need to talk about and probably the last thing for me. Buckle up, people. Modoc. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's that's. I'm so, glad you brought him up. 
you go first. Okay, so you go first. Let me know whenever you're ready. On paper, I like the idea of Darren Cross. I think that's his name, Darren Cross, becoming yes, Modoc. On paper, it didn't play well with this movie because a Modoc is an ugly bastard. That dude. Have you seen mm-hmm. pictures of him? He is horrifying to look at. Oh yes. And Corey Stahl, the the actor is not that bad looking. So you put no. that face in the suit with the floating head, it it just doesn't work and the CG was so uh awful. It it felt like yeah. uh it felt like something out of the and, and I love this movie, but I'm going to I'm going to say what it is. It looks like something out of the Beowulf movie that came out in the early 2000s. You know, the Ooh, the, uh, yeah. the really bad CGI. I like that movie, but it is what it is. That that the, the dead eyes look. Yep. It it just did not, did not look good. And then I think if you're going to do a movie like this, he should have probably been the main villain. Like, yes. it doesn't make sense to have Kang and MODOK in the same movie. MODOK's a big villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, he's silly, but Ant-Man's a silly character. So you could easily make him the villain and still keep him, you know, you could still keep him as Darren Cross. Fine. Do that. Do better CGI concentrate on the Modoc storyline, I would have been fine with that. I don't know how that would have worked. I don't know if it would have been a better movie, but that's just, that's where my mind went immediately. Mm-hmm. And I I just didn't think there was enough for me to think of him turning at the very end to be the good guy. Now, I did like that scene of him dying, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, I'm an Avenger now. And he's just like, uh, yeah, you're an Avenger. <laughs> that's a funny moment, but it doesn't doesn't work in the overall context of the story. That's my problem with that. No. Anyway, that's my two cents on Modoc. Yeah. So, so Darren Cross in the first movie was such a good villain because he was so serious. He, yeah. He 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 was the the imminent threat. He you really felt like he could destroy Cassie. You know, like. Like you, you just kept thinking, like, what is he going to do? He, he clearly wants to end these people because of his greed, and then he gets sucked down into the quantum realm and, and just all messed up. Well, by the end, he has absolutely no reason to reach over and like touch Ant Man and go, er, "We're like, we're like brothers." It's like that felt so terrible. I kind of wanted Ant Man to just. Just finish him. Just just end it. You know, like, like just, just walk away. Just, just walk away. That's you a know, dark like, movie, I, man. I just, That's a dark movie. It was it was so painful. Yeah. So painful. Yeah. I, I just, just I couldn't. So you're saying, Dan, to summarize all of this, you would not recommend this movie. Go see something else. I haven't seen Cocaine Bear, but you know what? Go check that movie out first. I'm going if, tonight. If that's not your speed, maybe you should just stay home. You that, know, like, wait, wait, wait. Just, did you say if this is not your speed for cocaine that, bear? Huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, guys, everyone, gals, thank you so much for watching today. That was a review for yep. Ant-Man. And We're going to blow. We didn't even touch on everything in this movie, but oh no, we could talk about we could talk about Michael Douglas having nothing to do. I mean, he had things to do, but it just was a completely different character. 
The Wasp had nothing to do. Michelle Pfeiffer had See, a story arc, was, but... Yeah, but but it didn't line up. It wasn't consistent. No. How can she go so long and not talk about it? He's right. There is just not enough time to talk <laughs> about this steaming pile of trash. But if you enjoyed the movie, good on you. I'm glad you did. People, if you... Please whatever let me you know like. below what you liked about it. Let us know what you liked about this movie. Art, so artists, that maybe we can build another another perspective. Art is a subjective matter. And so, if Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania did it for you, no judgment here. Just wasn't our cup of tea. It wasn't mm -hmm. our speed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> nope. Thank you so much, veterans, for watching today and for your service. And thank you, Dan, for watching that movie and reviewing it with me. You know what? I you know I have I have no regrets except no for regrets. sitting in the movie theater. I have no regrets. <laughs> like the tattoo says, I have no regrets. <laughs> that's that's uh, actually what it says across my chest. <laughs> no regrets. I got it right after the movie. No, <laughs> yep. I. <laughs> I will All say, um, I would like to see a new Ant-Man movie. Yeah, I think if they brought it back to the basics of the first two films. Yes, I would whatever be all this is. in. I would love to see that. Bring bring it. Bring it. Do bring it. it. You won't. You won't do it. Do it. <sighs> Kevin Feige comes into your room, starts beating you with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him come in the <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>